And hello again, podcast listener. This is Darren Bray with the DBN Network. It's that time again for another ministry podcast. Stay tuned because today we're featuring part two of Why Are You in the Ministry? It's going to be great. Sit tight. Thank you for joining. So let's dive right in. We're talking about why are you in the ministry? I know it's a question, but it's also our subject. And we are continuing this from uh, our last our last episode. Uh, that, that was part one, and today is part two. And so let's just uh, really weigh this out. We want to uh, weigh it out really on both sides of this because here's the thing. Uh, I really think we need to rethink what it means to be called into the ministry. What exactly, what does the, you know, what, come on, what exactly does that mean? Uh, we have so many people that say, well, you know, I feel called into the ministry. Well, um, okay, that's great. Uh, a lot of times we say that. I myself, I was called to preach when I was 15 years old. So called into the ministry when I was 15 and you say, how did that happen? I, I felt a moving of the Holy Spirit. I felt the Lord speak to me. Uh, but what about for, for the person that, that maybe uh, the Lord hasn't necessarily spoken to? Or they don't feel like it was the still small voice. Or they don't feel like it was the moving of the Holy Spirit. So I, I think we need to really examine that question um you know what does it mean to be called into the ministry uh, i really think we need to re-examine that we need to rethink that and because here's the thing a lot of us will 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 feel like god's called us but yet just being honest now uh yet we don't have the skill set yet we don't have the uh, knowledge and and honestly there are a lot of people that uh, especially those of the younger generations uh, that are, are feeling that that they're called into the ministry but however they don't have a work ethic and you, you say well pastor you know does it take one well, let me just say this. It doesn't take one necessarily to be called, but it does take a work ethic. If you're going to be in the ministry, uh, you, you're going to have to work. It, it, it is effort, okay? Uh, there's a reason why Jesus said uh, that we, if we put our hand to the plow and we look back, we're unfit for the kingdom of God. Um, so, you know, think about, think about that verse alone, okay? Hand to the plow. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do the plowing and oxen can do that for you. Uh, or, you know, you may, you may have some help in doing that, but you've got to put your hand to the plow. It's got to be directed by you. It, it, it has to, you know, someone, someone has to participate in that in, in order for any plowing to get done. Uh, you know, God uh, can do great and mighty things, but, God often chooses vessels for those things to get done. And and so 
God will perform great and mighty things through willing vessels. And, and, and so I really, like I said, want us to examine that. Uh, so what does that mean? Well, you know, you have someone who isn't very skilled or, or, or doesn't have a strong skill set uh, because the fact of the matter is, is, is the ministry is more than just preaching. The ministry is more than just sharing a good word. The ministry is more than just sharing a good song. Uh, someone has to write the song. Someone has to, uh, you know, play the music to the song. There, there's so much more that goes along with just the ministry of singing, okay? Uh, and, and like I said, I'm, I'm talking about ministry in general. So there, there's so many other things that have to be done. Uh, you know, honestly, it would do every... Uh, person well that is in the ministry to have some administrative skill set as well. And I heard all the administrative uh, uh, staff say amen, come on. I've heard all the administrative pastors say preach uh, because uh, it would make, I think, I, I think the flow of ministry would be better if we would do that. So here's what I, I really want us to, when I say rethink this, because we have people that are called, okay, we, we, or excuse me, we, we have people that do have a strong skill set, okay, what, what do you do uh, for that person that does have a strong skill set in administration, okay, uh, it doesn't mean they're not qualified because they, what, didn't, didn't feel anything, didn't hear anything, all right, I, I, I think we're, we're, we're almost, I don't want to use this word at all, but I think I'm going to use it. We're, 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 we're dumbing down the qualifications to be in the ministry. And then, you know, can I tell you, um, the, the word tells us that, that we should, should do it with all our heart. And in fact, it says, do it heartily as to the Lord. That's what the King James says. So I believe in everything that we do, we ought to do it heartily. We ought to do it with full-on heart. Uh, and we ought to do it as we're doing it unto the Lord. However, it, it does take more than heart. And, and, and because maybe you, you don't necessarily have the heart doesn't mean you're disqualified. But I believe you do, somewhere along the line, you do have to have the heart because it allows you to maintain. Because can I tell you, if you don't have the heart, I believe you'll quit. And that's why a lot of, think about this, a lot of people quit the ministry every day. And I think the reason why they quit is because they don't have heart. But maybe that's not the only reason why. Maybe the other reason why they quit is because they really felt like uh, because they didn't get it the way somebody else got it or they didn't feel it the way somebody else felt it, that they were unqualified. I don't know about you, but if you work around people that often are disqualifying you, guess what? It's not going to take long before you will check out of whatever it is you're doing, whether it's the ministry or a job or, 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 or being a, a father, being a mother. Sooner or later, you're going to check out. Why? Because you, there needs to be some affirmation there. And so I just want to just say to that person today that, that you know, maybe the light didn't shine on. Maybe you did not hear, you know, the, the, the harps of heaven play uh, when, when you stepped into ministry. Uh, can I tell you, you don't have to. I, I think at the end of the day, 
It's all about the kingdom of God, okay? And it's all about something being accomplished for the kingdom. Don't get me wrong. I I know the passage of scripture that says, Lord, you know, didn't I do this in your name? Didn't I prophesy in your name? Didn't I cast out demons in your name? Come on. And the Lord will say, hey, I never knew you. Now, that's to me, that's a total different subject than what we're talking about today. But can I just say, I believe we need to rethink what it means to be called into the ministry. And I think that will help us weigh out our why. I really do. I think it'll be it'll help us to weigh out our why. It'll help us determine whether or not we're called or or it'll help us determine what role we play in the ministry because of our calling. I don't know about you, but I don't want to to have the perception that I should be doing something when I shouldn't be. And then if I know that I shouldn't be doing it, and then all of a sudden I feel like God is calling me into it or calling me to it, then guess what? That's just going to reaffirm that I should not be doing what I am currently am doing. And I should definitely begin to put the weight of what I do into the ministry. Because can I tell you, it, it takes faith to do that. I, I, I believe if you're truly in the ministry, there are a lot of faith moments. There are moments where you step out of the boat. And what may appear to some people as something stupid or something totally ridiculous, okay, to use a better word on a podcast, um, may actually be what God is looking for. Someone just to have faith to get their foot out of the boat. And yes, I'm referring to uh, Peter, right? And before we can uh, criticize Peter, uh, last time I checked, he holds the uh, uh, record, amen, for someone other than Jesus walking on the water. So today, be encouraged. I want you to, like I said, I think it's time that we rethink why we're even called into the ministry. And I think it's time to really examine our why. I do encourage you to read Romans chapter 12 and 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Uh, Paul's pretty much laying out his qualifications. And can I tell you, uh, excuse me, he's, he's, laying out, he's laying out his resume. Uh, and, but just remember this. Uh, a resume it is a resume regardless what's on it. Moses had a resume too. But can I tell you, the experiences that Moses went through made him just as qualified as the Apostle Paul and vice versa. So I want you to think about those things today. I'm feeling a part three coming on of this. Why are you in the ministry? I say, let's do it. All right. So next time we'll be sharing part three of why are you in the ministry And uh, I may even have a special guest on, so keep your ears tuned. God bless you, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to the DBN Network Podcast with your host, Aaron Bray. Thanks for joining. Until next time, have an awesome day.
Thank you.